Hello and welcome to the FinBiz 2030 Building Resilience podcast series. This podcast features highlights from the Recover, Refocus, Rebuild webinar hosted by Badai Yuda Pratama. In this episode, we hear from Bimo Agung Lizianu, co-founder of Carbon Ethics. And it is now time to hear from our headline speakers today. We have three fantastic young leaders who are real change maker in their industries. First up, I'm delighted to introduce you with Agung Bimolistianu. In his day job, Bimo split his time between managing Danone's ecosystem fund in Asia Pacific and leading on the commercial side of his initiative with Carbon Ethics, that is a not-for-profit organization that aims to decelerate the climate crisis through climate education and blue carbon ecosystem conservation. The virtual stage is yours, Bimo. Thank you, Badai, and thank you, everyone. Thank you, Ikatan Akuntan Indonesia, Chartered Accountants Worldwide, and for sure, One Young World. Let me just share my screen. Okay. Um, all right. Is everything shown already? I hope so. <laughs> so, um, hello, everyone. Uh, thanks, Badai, for introducing me. I think it's very delighted for me representing Carbonetics. And I think this is the second time Carbonetics is present in this event. So thank you so much. And uh, Carbonetics founders basically met in One Young World uh, 2018 in The Hack. And uh, Carbonetics is the products of One Young World. And now it's sustaining as a not-for-profit organization. So we started in 2019 um, uh, and then as a not-for-profit uh, NGO. And then after that, we grew um, up until now. And this year, it's about the year of transformation of carbon carbonetics to bring more impact. And our purpose is uh, simple. We want to decelerate climate crisis. But by that, we want to educate more people about climate and at the same time to conserve uh, the blue carbon ecosystem, while at the same time improving the livelihood of coastal communities. We have three steps of interventions. The first is educate. Yeah, we educate people about their carbon emissions. We develop carbon calculator that you can access for free in our website. And after that, after they know their level of emissions, we suggest them to reduce and, and then unavoidable emissions they can offset through restorations of blue carbon. And then when we're talking about uh, sequestering carbon, we, we're not only planting, but also protecting it forever so that it can effectively absorb carbon. So that's why we also teach the farmers how to use digitalizations for um, ensuring that all of the mangrove, the baby mangrove that you plant is uh, submitted directly from the farmers to the website that you can see. Yeah, very transparent. And I think another thing that our intervention that we really love, it's about the farmers itself. We, we want to have an inclusive business model um, and the impact for the coastal community with our farmers is double, triple um, revenues of income that they have versus the baseline. And this is the impact, especially in the pandemic where the lockdown happens. The, the farmers is declining in terms of income 90%. They don't have the activity on fishing and tourism. So one of the uh, source of income is from carbon ethics. And the last one is also about young people. Um, we believe that when we want to create sustainable impact, we, we have to empower the young generations because they will lead the present and also the futures. But there's a gap. 
They have high energy, but somehow they don't have the relevant skills needed to change the world, to change the climate narrations. So that's why we put our time as well to develop these young people. And, you know, fast forward one year later in 2020 impact, we do, we do count our impact, social, environmental, and economy. So our social return of investments investment is one of a full so every one us dollar invested uh, we can we can deliver four us dollar uh, social value in return so this is pretty much about carbon ethics and after we grow this um this big so what's next um is it we're happy yes we're happy but is it enough for the climate i bet it's no so this year is the year of transformation of carbon ethics and we decided to scale the impact. And there's three phases that we face until we realize that we need to move on these directions. The first one is recovery. So I think recovery is about how, how we have the guts to taking the risk. In the middle of 2020, last year, when um, you know, in the heavy of lockdowns, we received so many bad news from our volunteers that they got layoff from the current uh, employers and also from our farmers because of the limited activity in the island. So we brave ourselves to finally recruit our first full-timer in the first month, second full-timer in the second month, and the third full-timer as well. And you know, nobody knows. One year later, carbonetics grow 10 times bigger and financially sustained. For sure, we're still not perfect internally, especially on resource management. So that's why in the second phase, we need to refocus. So when we refocus, it's, you know, we step back and evaluate. We do have big ambition to decelerate climate crisis, but we cannot do everything at the same time. So this year is the time for us to decide which product we keep, which one to drop, and focus on the low effort and the high impact initiative, reprioritizations basically, and we get the product and program that we want to focus um, at the end of the day. And the third, st third step is the rebuild. We know the focus and priority, but it's time to revamping our business model, forecasting for the next 10 years, and if we ever to bring external investor, so who and how. So it's about the scaling up our, our business model. But when we reflect back to, to transform this organization in the middle of the pandemic, we need three types of leadership. The first one is the leadership that's focusing on empowering and developing young people. And the second one is the leadership that value collaboration of competitions. When we talk about climate, I don't think there's some, um, you know, heavy kind of head-to-head -head competitions. We need to hand-in-hand public sectors, uh, NGO activists, government, they need to collaborate to make the change happen. Yeah, there's no point of us uh, having the, the, the fierce competition in this environmental area. And the third one is leadership in driving the economic model. So finance and business mindset and skill is very crucial if we want to make the change, especially on, on sustainability. So it's, it's about how we make our organization sustain, not only for now, but also relevant for the upcoming years ahead. So my last message, um, use your leadership, finance, and business skills to create change that you want to see in the world. Not tomorrow, not the future, but it has to be now because climate cannot wait and they need you. Thank you. Back to you, Bade. Thank you so much, Bimal. It's always great to see the positive impact that you are achieving for and the difference you are trying to make for us and for the environment. <laughs>